0: This is Conversations with Corliss, the podcast that features real and inspiring people who are leading their lives with purpose, passion, and confidence. Through their stories, advice, and expertise, you will be empowered with tools and insights to become the leader you are meant to be. Your host, Corliss, is a Dare to Lead trained, certified success principles coach, best selling author, and inspirational speaker. As an entrepreneur for more than two decades, she has coached, trained, and mentored thousands to tap into their personal power and realize their potential. Through her company Corliss Co., she will help you dream again and break through what holds you back from leading the life you want to have. Connect with her today at corliss.ca.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Conversations with Corliss, a real leadership podcast. Here, we will talk about all the things it takes to bravely lead the life you deserve. Welcome to the conversation. You may have guessed it, my name is Corliss and I created this podcast simply because I want to help people and make a bigger impact. You see, one day I woke up in my 40s and realized time stands still for no one. With my kids more independent, my career not as fulfilling as it once was, I found myself wondering if this was it and what was next for me. I went looking for answers to recreate my life and I found them in having meaningful conversations with inspiring people. That's what we'll do here for you. Whatever you're looking for, I'm glad you're here. Aging has given me the invaluable insight that we should make every moment count. It's time to take charge of your life, to rise up and be all you can be. This podcast is meant to help you do that. So let's get started. This is episode 065. Write your book, It's Easier Than You Think, with Faye Thompson. I know most everyone that tunes into this podcast shares a common life goal. You want to be your best and you want to bring your best to those around you. Perhaps you even want to make a mark on the world, and this is why I wanted to do this particular episode. Writing a book is such a liberating experience and it may be easier than you think. Faye Thompson is a publisher and editor in chief of Big Moose Publishing. She wrote and self published her first book in 2013, which gave her experience with the publishing world. Five years later, Faye put out her second book, Inspirations for a Brighter Day, the first book published under the Big Moose Publishing imprint, and she learned a lot more about the publishing world. As she navigated the steps involved with putting out a professional product, Faye realized she had all the skills and know-how to do this for herself and help others in the process. Big Moose Publishing was born. When she's not writing or publishing, Faye is an inspirational coach and speaker. She loves empowering people. She's excited to empower people to be authors, knowing that each person's story makes a difference and empowers others. Each voice matters. Faye resides on an acreage in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada with her husband and two daughters. She loves to travel, which she does well, and golf, which she doesn't do so well. Hello, Faye, and welcome to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. This is an exciting topic. We're talking all about writing your book and that it's easier than you think. And to every listener out there that has an idea or something that you want to share, this is the conversation for you. So thanks again for joining us, Faye. I'm super happy you're here. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here too. So why would someone want to write a book? Tell us, tell us, you know, in your experience as somebody who helps people publish books all the time, from your experience, why would somebody write a book?
0: Well, usually it's because um, they have an idea that they want to express in the world, something that's either helped them out or something that they've gone through that they want to share um, so that it, it can be a gift to others. Um, there are so many different reasons why somebody might want to re- write a book, but if you have at all uh, an inkling of a message that you want to share with the world, that might be a telltale sign. So when you say
1: an inkling, tell us, like, is that like this burning inner knowing that you tap into that you're like, I want to share that part of my story, or I know this thing that might help people? Is that generally what people, why they do it is that they want to use their their story or their experience to help others?
0: Um y- yes that can be part of it it could also be part say you have a business and um your message is part of your business and what a great way to to um share it with the world in print um it might be that you've gone through something traumatic and come through it and you know how it is with people when you share your stories and you share what happened happens somebody else reads that who's going through a similar thing and they gain the gift of your wisdom, you know, and it's, it's just such a lovely gift to um, share your story, because every one of us has gone through experiences on this planet that, um, and it's, you know, um, it should be shared because it is a gift to the world.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it is. And I think that you know, in my own experience of writing a book, you've worked with many authors, so I'm sure you've seen this before. I know when I kind of was stepping into it, it just seemed like such a a daunting big project. So that was the first thing. But the second thing was, is that I was like, hasn't it all been said before? You know, what can I possibly say that's new? Like that was those were the two big things that I was kind of playing around with. So I'm thinking the listeners are probably feeling that too. Can you speak
0: to both of those? Yeah, well, the daunting thing um you know what if you um didn't view it that way. You know, when you go into a, a task do you go oh this is going to be so hard i'm never going to be able to do it <laughs> or do you go okay, let's do this. what's involved. So so to not get uh, to not uh, stop yourself before you start would be a really great um uh, tip, i would say. And um the other thing too is you can um Break, break it down, you know, I want to write about this particular topic, well then just write about that particular topic, get it down on paper, and the more you get down on paper, the more that gets written, you know, you have in order to write a book you actually have to start writing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's such a good point you have to actually start writing so begin let's just begin so okay so and then what about the imposter part of it is like oh every, you know it's already been said like what could I possibly have to say that's you know special or unique like
0: what about that it's interesting we don't do that with you know occupations right how many doctors are there in the world does a doctor go oh well who needs another doctor <laughs> right? Right. It's because the way that you, Doctor, would be a gift to the world, not because you're just recreating the wheel. You know, so the way you say it, your words, your take on things, your perspective, that's what's not in the world. It can't be because that's uniquely yours.
1: Ha, <laughs> I love that. I love the way you put that. That actually brings it back to what you said at the start about owning it. So it's like making a decision to actually own this is, this is who I am. This is my spin on it. These are my stories. These are my experiences. So just really owning that and then just beginning, like just stepping into that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's usually my advice to people when they're like, I don't know where to start. And I say, just start. Like literally, whether you're going to be typing it out on your laptop or you're putting pen to paper and trans uh, typing it out later or doing it audio and transcribing. It doesn't really matter how you get those words down. Um, but just get something down. And it doesn't have to you don't have to do chapter one first. Get something mm-hmm. down, begin and then it will it's like when you begin, you gain momentum and pretty soon you'll know what the next chapter is going to be. You're going to know where that one's going to lead. But you can't get there until you start.
1: Amazing. I, uh, I've got I got myself thinking here, because I'm someone who usually likes to see the outcome. And maybe there, <laughs> maybe there's somebody, you're laughing, because you you probably know that about me already. I'm like, I like to see the outcome, I want to get locked onto it. And then I build it backwards. So as you're saying, well, just begin and just start writing, and it can kind of come together. And you'll know the next chapter. It's like, in my mind, can that really be? I get what you're saying about just begin, like start writing, you know, put the words on paper, you become a writer by actually writing. And then it can start to take shape as you're in the process of it. So what about the people who are like me who are like, I want to know the outcome? Do you have any suggestions for us?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. When you write down a chapter, and then you write the next one and the next one, pretty soon the outcome is you're going to have a book you know um you might not know exactly what that book is going to be but but it's it's literally like baking a cake you know you 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 start with the eggs and then you add the flour and yes in your mind you know at the end you're going to have a cake but maybe you mix it up and you add a different spice in there or or whatever it um the cool thing about uh writing is it's very easy to edit so, write. Uh, this is probably another good tip. Um I know it's one that's really helped me is be willing to write badly. You know, i I remember when I wrote my first book, I would just write, just to write. i I committed to so many words a day that that's a process that worked for me. And sometimes I didn't really even know what what I was going to write, but I would just write. And, um, what happened was, as i was writing i was judging the heck out of myself you know going oh this is crap oh this is such garbage this is going to hit the cutting room floor but i just kept writing and it's funny that a lot of those pieces that i wrote that i had decided as i was writing it was pure garbage were actually the gold of the book they they stayed and and they were really meaningful so it, it may be that you're a bit hard on yourself and if you're trying to be perfect you, you won't start, you won't let yourself um, explore and um, really get to that good stuff. <laughs> so good. So, okay,
1: the daunting part, I want to bring you back to that. And I like your tip there. So really, what, what it sounds like is that there just isn't one way to do it, you need to find a way that's for you. And that's why you need to just, just begin.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and try different things, you know, you got to know what works for you. Like for someone like you, Corliss, it sounds like you really like a, a structure and 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 you know steps to follow. And so if if you're a person like that, then write out your outline. Write out what each chapter is going to be and the course that that book is going to take, and then fill in those blanks with your writing. If um, if you just know you have um, certain things that you want to put into the book, um, certain stories, certain. You know, different topics that you want to touch on, then as you feel inspired to write about those things, get them down. Don't worry if they're in order. You can put them into order afterwards and see how that'll all play out. That might be easier for you. Um, And like if you're a person who has really a lot of trouble writing because of um, perhaps you have dyslexia, Uh, I love dyslexics because they are so creative. (laughs) <laughs> and i've worked with a number of authors who are dyslexic and and their books are just fantastic and they think they they had the impression that they couldn't write until they went and and uh, took the leap of faith but you know you can take audio recordings of yourself and transcribe them and it's really easy to do in this technological age um, there are programs like otter.org i think it is i that might be incorrect but it's otter o t t e r if you google that it's it's a, um, a software, uh, very economical, that you can put in um, a recording of yourself and it transcribes it beautifully. And then you just have to go in and clean it up. So there's so many ways to do it. Yeah.
1: Hmm, so good. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to share a little story here because when I went to write my book, I just got an idea. That was it. I just got an idea. The idea was actually on my voice recorder, I was creating my company and I go and I record into my phone all these ideas that I had for different things that I wanted to do, programs, you know, things that I felt like could help people. So I was just recording into my voice recorder. I was as I was driving down the highway actually. And then you know, I said something and I was like, wow, that sounds like a book, like the title. And I was like, Huh, I don't know. Maybe I'll write a book. So I went home and literally Googled. Um, how to write a book and, you know, all kinds of different training and stuff came up. And I did buy the programs, but I still felt like you know I'm just not quite there. Like I'm not. I I still I was overwhelmed by the whole thing, so I ended up doing a coaching call with someone who probably is similar to the kind of work that you do. And her suggestion to me, because I am a person who really likes lots of structure, and you know I wanted to see it. I needed the framework. She suggested to me that I take post-it notes and write down every idea that I had for a chapter, every idea I had just put it all on a blank wall, and then move the post-it notes around so that it started to take the framework of a book. And interesting enough that every day when I would go to write, because I was like you, I would have this little ritual that I would do before I would start to write. I would dance and get my energy up. <laughs> so so I do my little happy dance, and then I would literally look at the wall, and I would pick one and be like, I'm feeling that today. And I would write about that that day. You know, so it's like, I love everything that you're saying here, because it's like, whatever works for you, that was something that worked for me. So instead of getting in my head so much about it, I just kind of released it a little bit, found the framework, the style that worked for me, and then just got at it, you know, with whatever was in my heart. It just worked that way for me.
0: Absolutely. And I love what you say about in my heart. Because when you're writing, it'll be so much easier for you to write if you just write from the heart and not try to censor yourself as you're writing. So um, be as raw, um, as blunt, as bold, as uh, vulnerable as 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 you like, because um, that that creates the best writing. Uh, if you're trying to write for what other people can hear or what they can um, what they will uh, not be offended by, you'll 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 just stop yourself and it, it's no fun um you've got to write your message from you n- not from somebody else's perspective
1: mm, yeah because if you're writing it trying to get them to see or feel a different way it's not coming from the right the right place unless you're doing like a, a teaching book that is like fact 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 or something right
0: yeah yeah exactly um yeah and you know it, a lot of people will write. Um, because they're personal uh, stories or memoirs or, or things from their own personal experience. Um, well, th- that's a lot of the writers that I deal with is, is more uh, memoir and nonfiction world. I, it's, um, it's interesting. It's like, if you're going to tell me a story, it, you know how easy it is to just tell somebody a story. Oh, guess what happened to me today? All you have to do is put that down on the page. Guess what happened to me today and fill in your story. Or guess what happened to me that time. And that's how you get it down. It, it's not rocket science. Um, uh, your words spoken by you, through you, as you, are far more powerful than trying to flower something up that's not you. Mm. And that'll come across.
1: Yeah. What did you say? Through you as you? Oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. It's caught. It's yeah. captured in a recording. So yeah. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. That was brilliant. But it's <laughs> it's true because that's where you're speaking from. And you know, it is a very vulnerable thing because you are sharing that piece of you with the world. And that for a lot of people opens up it's a beautiful thing because it gives you an opportunity to truly share a piece of you with the world. It's in print forever, but it's also a scary thing to do because you are sharing a piece of you with the world forever, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've had to uh, talk, uh, usually first-time authors, you, there's usually a point where you talk them off the ledge. They're like, oh, like they try and stall the publishing process or um or they're like, oh, no, it's not quite ready yet. And they'll want to go and do some sort of revision that really doesn't change anything, you know, just to stall the process, because they're getting that feeling of, this is real, this is actually going to be out there. And they start to freak out a little bit. But the truth is what every single one of them, once they publish and the book goes out, you start to get the feedback of, this changed my life. And And every single author I know has gotten that from somebody. And that's why you write the book.
1: Mm, So good. I'm going to tell you a story about my son talking me off the ledge. He was only like eight or nine at the time. I have to tell you this story because he's not a publishing expert like you, but... I wrote my book, so I worked at it, I was working on this process of like trying to get it to come together for about a year and really it only took me maybe six months once it became clear for me. It was like i just sit down and i just, well, I'd start dance, then I'd sit down and I'd write. And I'm writing, I'm writing, I get, you know, the book is ready to go to print and I get an email that it's, it's ready to go and all of a sudden I was overwhelmed with anxiety and I was like, oh my gosh. So I'm standing in my kitchen, I remember it like it was yesterday, on my phone, because it's attached to the wall and the charger in the kitchen counter. And I'm looking at my phone. And all of a sudden, I just was overwhelmed. Maybe I shouldn't say anxiety, but I was just overwhelmed with Oh, my gosh, this is actually happening. And I was looking at it. I was like, Oh, my gosh, I'm about to post that people can buy the book. And I'm sure I was white as a ghost. So my son comes around the corner. And he's like, Mom, what's wrong? And I said, Oh, my book is ready to sell. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, I'm scared. I don't know. I don't know if I want to tell people that it's available. And he goes, Mom, you've been writing a book for like five years, which isn't true, but you've been writing a book for like five years. Didn't you think people were going to read it? But that. it was it was so and, and I looked at it, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I never thought about that. I was truly writing the book because I wanted to help people. But then as soon as I got to that point of like, now I'm gonna actually put this out there, my whole heart, what I think, my take on it, it was so scary, it was overwhelming, but damn, it was worth it.
0: It always is. And I have never had one author come back to me and say, I want to take it out of print. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. And, you know, the the perspective of a child, right? He's like looking at me like, well, duh, like <laughs> he's not even thinking about, you know, what are people going to think? Or am I going to be judged? Or what if I get bad feedback? Like those were the things that were overwhelming me. And yet it's just this child. Well, yeah, you write a book, your people are going to read it, mom, like, duh, <laughs> you know, so funny. So, you know, thankfully, I did publish the book. And now we can have this conversation today. And I can get what people feel when they go into this space.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's fantastic.
1: So, okay. So talk about the publishing process. Now, um, before we actually started recording, you were sharing with me that writing a book is as individual as an individual. So do you have any, you know, kind of key tips of where somebody begins to recognize, you know, I'm this type of person, or here's my idea, or I have a title that I think I could write about, like anything
0: to where to begin right this moment. Um, just like what you said, where what's starting the process? Is it just an idea? We'll then expand on that. And i would I would say, this is how I operate, but um uh, start asking questions about it, not to get necessarily the answers, but just hmm, okay. I wonder, wonder what would be in that book. I wonder how that would take shape. I wonder how many, how much time I'd have to put aside, how much I'd have to, you know, commit to um, making this happen. I wonder how much fun I could have with it. Um, um, I find that when you go into question like that, without going, without putting an answer behind it, um, just putting it out there, it, it opens up that door for it to be created. And then at some point, you have to, of course, go, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to start, I'm just going to start. And, you know, perhaps you write out that first story, that first topic, that first chapter, whether it's chapter one or somewhere in the middle where it gets moved around um, or I'm gonna create that board where I put you know, my post-it notes on like you did. Um, and then I'm gonna pick one of those post-it notes a day and I'm gonna write about it. And if you can give yourself tasks like uh, for me I I my thing was I was going to write 2500 to 3,000 words a day. That was my thing. Um, uh, it could be whatever works for you. It could be a thousand words a day. It could be I'm going to write um, every Saturday from, you know, this time to this time. It, it, whatever it is, just commit to making sure that your writing is part of um, something that on your to-do list that you will complete.
1: Yeah, that's so good. And and just from one just I have one thought there about that sometimes I would block time And then it'd be like, Oh, I don't, I'm not in the flow. I can't get in my heart today. I, you know, and then I'd almost put pressure on myself and then I'd really get in my head. That's where the dancing kicked in. (laughs) That's where I was like, I just need to shake it out. I need to like get myself. I have to like call myself to like release, you know, and get out of my head. And I just have to get into the, the space. So I literally just started kind of like playing the favorite jam and dancing around. You guys are probably all picturing me being silly right now, but it kind of was because it was just me, you know, but it actually did help me kind of get out of my head back into like a better energy to be able to sit down and do it. So if you ever get, you know, kind of blocked there, just give yourself some grace and shake it out. And it's okay. You know, shake it off. Isn't there a song that Go shake it off or something? That's right. Shake yeah. It off. Yeah. I do love the key questions that you said to ask yourself when contemplating the idea of writing a book. So that could even be a journal exercise. This could be the beginning of your writing is to take those questions that Faye shared, ask yourself that and just let it flow and see what comes out and then sit down and start writing. In the spirit of the season, I have a gift for you. As we approach 2023, it's a great time to reflect on this past year and start envisioning the next. I have a process that I want to share with you as to how I set myself up for success and I put it into a free webinar for you. Your best year yet is 100% free and available to anyone who visits my website, corliss.ca right now. I have also included a workbook for your reflection. I wish you a life filled with optimism and excitement, and I sincerely hope that 2023 is your best year yet. Now, can you walk through the publishing process with us and just just help me and our listeners like understand the different types of publishing, like maybe what you do, you know, to help people like with what kind of book they're writing and then what the actual process is? Because I really don't think people know.
0: Absolutely. So um, there are different two different streams, really, of publishing. There's the traditional publishing where you go with a traditional publishing house, like, you know, like Random House or Copper Collins or something like that. And um, uh, they uh, will basically buy your book, publish it, you work under them. But in order to do that stream, um, you basically either have to have a massive following where they know that your book is going to sell X number of copies and, um, you know, they're going to make money off of you basically, right? It's going to be worth their while. Um, Or you need an agent to go sell your book to a publishing house which can be very um, time consuming. It also then you end up paying um, a royalty to your agent once the book is sold plus usually the publishing house takes 50% of the royalties of the book as well. So that's traditional publishing. So what most people do is what's called self-publishing where you where you publish, Um, your own book and there's a lot of advantages to that especially if you don't if you're not like a megastar and have like a massive following you know Um, uh, and so self-publishing is where you um, you can do things on your own if you have the capability but so what I did was I initially my first book I went through a self-publishing company a very major one in the United States and there were a lot of things that I didn't like about the process um, and a lot of things that didn't really work for me. And then I published another book and I went with a different company and I found a a few other things that I didn't like. And so I, uh, I threw my background in my, in the, when I worked in the corporate world, I did a lot of desktop publishing things, so I figured out how to publish on my own, and now the technology is so good that um, it makes it possible for it to be easier and advantageous for the author. Now, I haven't really told you anything yet to do, um, about about publishing, but the things to look for when you're self-publishing are, um, number one, how many royalties... is that company taking from you? You know, um, some companies take a small percentage, some take a large percentage. I don't take any because I really believe that the the author should get full value for their work. So my fee is basically just to create your book and get it out there in the world. Um, The other thing that you really need to look at is how much are they going to charge you for your own book? So it's after the fact, you've published, um, and you want to have copies so that you can, you know, perhaps you're at a trade show and you want to sell copies or you want to have copies on hand for a book signing or for your book launch. Um, Those copies should, you can get them at cost um, through me, but a lot of companies will upcharge you to buy your own book. And that's when it gets costly, especially if the books are being printed in the United States or something and you're from Canada, because then there's duty on top of that and shipping and all sorts of things. So that's another thing. I don't know if you found that with your book. Um, the, The print on demand, so you don't have to buy a thousand copies and have them all in your garage. You can buy them one at a time or 50 at a time or whatever you want. That's really key.
1: Hmm. Hmm. So um, the print on demand. Um, that's a, so. Are you talking through companies like Amazon? Is that what you're talking?
0: Yeah. So when you publish, there's a way to publish with yourself that I uh, uh, for yourself that I, I do with my company, Big Moose Publishing. Is I set up the author so that they can buy their own books at cost and print on demand. So if they only want to buy a couple, they only have to buy a couple. If they want to buy a whole huge bunch they can so it it really puts that, that um inventory into your own under your own control you're not bound to buy so many books mm-hmm. so some companies will say okay um if you go with us you have to buy a thousand books or if you go with us to buy your book it's going to be this much and it's it's um so a four dollar book that you know, when it costs, when it only costs $4 to print a book, they'll charge you eight. And then so that sort of eats in, into your profits. So those are things to, to look out for. The other thing is a lot of self publishing companies will say, okay, uh, go with us. And uh, then they just send you like PDFs on how to do it all yourself anyway. Whereas like, I'll walk you through and um, I'll I'll do the work for you. I also give unlimited revisions. So a lot of companies, once your manuscript is done and you're in the publishing process, they'll put it into book format and then give you maybe one or two revisions. So if, you know to go through if you wanna make any changes and then they start charging you for every change after that. And I, I believe that you don't put a book out until you're really, really happy with it. So um, I also give un- unlimited revisions. So these are just things you have to look for. Are the people willing to work with you? How much um, one-on-one time are you getting with someone? Um, uh, What editing uh, processes do they have? Um, All of these things are things you have to look at. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm just
1: jotting notes here for the listener Cause a lot of people will be listening to them when they're walking or driving. So you write the manuscript. We've talked a lot about that and getting that kind of pen to paper or getting words on, on this, on the screen and then edit it. So there's the editings to make sure that the structure sentences are correct and that you're actually, the words are actually being received the way that you intend them. So the editing process, and then from there to get it formatted, to actually be able to be printed in a book. And then it's to actually, you know, find a company that is going to help you with actually printing the book and and which direction you're going to go with that.
0: Yeah, except um, you don't need to find a company if um, you, you can find a company as a printer. But when you upload, like when I do publishing for people, I upload to two different platforms. Um, one is KDP. Which is the Amazon world, Kindle Direct Publishing. The other one's Ingram Spark, which is everything else. <laughs> um, Ingram Spark is a worldwide distributor of everywhere they sell books online. And bookstores can order through their channels as well. So you'll be in the catalogs of wherever they order books. Um, So when you when we upload your files to those platforms, you can buy your own book directly from those platforms at cost. So it's really simple. It's not going out and finding somebody to do a print run for you. And um, that's really fun. And then they pay you your royalties directly into your own account. So direct deposit. So it's really simple and easy and seamless. There's no middleman there.
1: Mm, I love that okay super super cool on this and these are all things that that we need to know this. That's why this conversation is so important, because a lot of times you get to spend a ton of time researching and trying to figure out and how do I do it. And then, and then if you're like an aspiring author, you end up just like abandoning the idea because it's just so overwhelming, even just trying to figure out how to do it. So thank you for this. Now, what about the next step? So okay, so you've got a book, and now you want to get a book in bookstores. How does that happen? I'll tell you a funny story around this, because you don't have to be a pro to write a book, you guys, although you become a pro by writing a book, but you don't have to be a pro to write a book. This is a true story. I had somebody from another province message me and say, I just picked up your book from the library. And I'm like, what? How's that possible? I don't have a book in a library. (laughs) So so and then she I was like, are you sure it's my book? And she sends me a picture. And I was like, how is my book in a library? I honestly had no idea. So if you're laughing right now, you guys, this is a real and and honest thing. I had no idea how my book ended up in a library. So Faye, talk with us about once a book is in print, how do you get it out there besides, you know, selling it to people from your own website or, you know, doing trade shows or book launches? Like, how do you get your book out there into all these different sources, bookstores, libraries, etc.? Well
0: having having your book uploaded in the proper distribution channels is really key. Amazon, whether you like them or hate them, um, if you're going to be an author, you'd be foolish not to have your book there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, that's just the reality of it. Uh, and then um, Ingram Spark, like I said, uh, when you upload to them, they distribute your book on every other worldwide channel. So your book is available. Now, book marketing is something that plagues every single author. And it really, even in traditional publishing, it's still up to the author to really market yourself. What do you want to do with that book? Um, and the more you talk about it, the more you uh uh give it energy, the more energy it'll have in the world. Uh and you know that's that's part of a view of 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 where you want to take it and what you want it to be. You can also put money in towards um uh ads and or book marketers that's not my expertise um so it's uh it it's a it's a big sort of world that requires a lot of a lot of research and to find which avenue works for you. Mm hmm.
1: Of course. Of course. Yeah. And we won't get into the marketing part of it. But basically, you answered the question when you said, if it's in the proper channels, then it's actually going to be out there in the world for it to be
0: able to be found. Mm-hmm. It's quite unbelievable how um, you'll how people find you. Like you said, some somebody found you in a library. Right. Um, somebody. uh I've had people from you know Belgium and Australia and, and stuff people from around the world contact me saying, Oh, I just finished reading your book. And I'm like, wow. Like mm-hmm. obviously, I haven't gone and promoted myself in those places. So, you know, when you put your message out there, I, I'm a big believer in um sort of like the magic of the universe as well. And um if you put your message out there for the people, that this be for the people who it can help the people who are looking for that will find Mm. it. And, um, they can't find it if it's not there.
1: No, that is such a, that's such a good sentence right there. That's, that's the tweet tweet moment of this podcast. They can't find if it's not there. So put it there for people. If you're aspiring to be an author, to write a book, to share a message, just do it, just get started. And, uh, people like Faye can help you with how to finish that off. Now, one other question, Faye, before I ask you the three closing questions, because of course there is the Audible. So we do podcasts here, but there is also Audible, which actually is, you know, the voice part of your book. So it's actually someone's reading it to you, whether it be the author or a professional. Um, Do you have any experience with Audible if somebody was interested in, in getting their book there?
0: Yes, uh, Audible requires the big thing about Audible is you require a very clean recording of your book. So you can either hire a narrator, but most people want to narrate their own books. I found, and it's perfectly doable. I uh, actually have a package on my website um, explaining in detail how to how to do that. Uh, it's just uh, a matter of recording yourself getting it cleaned up. The sound editing is really important in Audible, in audible but, the, um, but it's really quite easy to do. Okay. Okay.
1: That's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's time consuming, but easy. Okay. That's super interesting because uh, I just actually had a message last week because I haven't put my book on Audible. And I keep getting messages over and over again. And then this random woman last week posted to me, um, you're getting a message, she reads angel card, or she like, I don't know, she's a medium of some sort. Anyway, she said, I'm getting a message that you're to put your book on Audible. (laughs) It was just random. And I was like, Okay, why does this keep coming up? Like, maybe I'm really supposed to record that book on Audible, but I find that a big project. And because it's time consuming, I just think, oh, is it really worth it? Like, I don't really know. So I'm going to go check that out on your website
0: myself. Thanks, Faye. <laughs> and well, you know, if you have any questions, just call me. And that's for <laughs> anybody out there. If you have any questions about publishing, I, I, I'm available For a chat. Absolutely. I'm happy to talk to anyone about about publishing, whether they go with me or go somewhere else. I would just like you to know what it is you're choosing before you choose it. Mm, That's amazing.
1: And just so you guys know, Faye is just a super great person. As a matter of fact, we're working on a project together right now. And I know she does everything she does with heart and good attempts. So I'll put her link in the description and you can all connect with her. That would be wonderful if you did, because she is awesome. That's my endorsement of you, Faye, because it's true. I'm so, I'm so grateful to you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, any other uh, final thoughts on this? I do have three closing questions, and they're just a surefire right off the top of your head question that I'm gonna ask you. But I'm I'm wondering if you have anything else on this topic you wanted to share.
0: Yeah, there's one thing that we haven't touched on that I get asked all the time is how many words do I need to write to make it a book? Mm. And I have published books with as little as 12,000 words and with as many as over 100,000 words. So just write your book. (laughs) Don't let the word count uh, trip you up. That's my advice on that one.
1: Amazing. Okay, that's so good. So good. So good. I actually have about three book ideas right now. All three are very different. And uh, one is going to be published next year. And one, well, now I think I should do Audible, too, and I'm going to talk to you about that with the existing book that I've got. I should not ignore universe messages. Um, But the other thing is, is that one of the books is just a short, sweet help people kind of reframe their mindset and I'm honestly thinking it might be a booklet it might not even be a book but a booklet you know so maybe maybe that's an idea to explore as well so there's so many ways of doing this and it is very individual to you so reach out to Faye to get help with what that looks like for you so three closing questions Faye now I know you've written books and you've read a lot of books but I'd like you to just give one recommendation of a book that's really a game, was a game changer for you maybe on this topic right here that you'd like to
0: to suggest people read oh wow there's so many and it okay i'm gonna give two (laughs) overachievers one is the sum if you want a great summer beach read that will just uh which changed my which changed my world actually, but it's 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 just like basically a a beach read is Belinda Jones' I Love Capri. Uh um it's very, very funny and and um yeah, it's one okay. of my favorites. And then I if like we're it. going into the more self help personal development stuff, one of my favorites is um big magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Awesome. I plan to do a lot
1: of reading over my Christmas break. So this is good for me. And I'm sure it is for the audience as well. And I actually I find that I'm always reading self help books. And I have to say to myself, no, you have to read just for enjoyment. So I'm going to get I love Capri as soon as we're off this call. Oh, it's a fun book. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it. Yeah, I need, I need the enjoyable ones too. Not always growing and developing. Sometimes I can just chill out, relax, and enjoy. So thank you for that recommendation. Um, okay, second question is, what does leadership mean to
0: you? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, leadership. Really, leadership to me is leading yourself. Um, when you're true to yourself and true to your heart, that's when you become a leader, because then you allow other people to be true to themselves. Uh, It's not about being a guru where everyone just does things the way you do it and thinks the way you think. That's my take on it.
1: Hmm. So good. Yeah. I really like that. That's, I happen to align with that completely. Okay. And the final, final closing question based on all of the highs and all of the lows and everything that you've been through in your life. Don't overthink this. If you could just leave a one big piece of advice, what would you want to leave?
0: Be kinder to yourself. <laughs> mm. Really? Um if you think you're not good enough, it's probably because you're super super good. You know, um I always find that kind people are so worried that they're um um there there's something wrong with them or there's they're they're there's some some they're too dark or something like that. And what I find is you wouldn't care unless you were a good person. <laughs> mm, that's so true. So be that's kind so to true. yourself. You're 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 awesome. You're doing okay. Oh, what a great finish.
1: Thanks so much for being here, Faye. Thank you for listening, everyone. And we'll be in touch soon. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you value, make sure and share it with a friend or screenshot it and post it to your Instagram story or Facebook tagging me at Corliss Co. I know the most precious of all commodities is your time, and I want to thank you all very much for spending this time with me today. Remember, you have the power to lead. Know your worth, embrace your value, see you have purpose, and be the leader you are meant to be.